I see all the time people have sales funnels that are leaky in the sense that they're directing people away from what the next step in the sales funnel should be. So just making sure that it's tight from the perspective of you know what next step you want people to take and you're only asking them to take that next step. Um, you're not pointing them you know, to somebody else's Instagram or to some other expert's blog post. You're really keeping it tight and keeping things moving towards um, your ultimate goal for that funnel. Hello, and welcome to the Three Uniques podcast. I'm your host, Brenda Rigney. I'm a life and leadership coach, ready to help you unleash your uniqueness, align to your purpose, and take massive action towards your goals. I'm a single mom and a purpose-led believer. My mission is to maximize human potential, and I do this through my one-to-one group and retreat coaching experiences. Learn more about my upcoming retreats and group masterminds by checking out 3uniquescoaching.com. Now, our guest on the 3 Uniques podcast. Hey everyone, it's Brenda back with another episode of the 3 Uniques podcast. Today I have on Katie Peacock. Hi Katie, how are you doing today? Hi Brenda, great, thanks. It's so great to have you on. Katie and I have worked together in the past and she's a messaging expert and sales funnel strategist. Welcome. Thanks so much for having me, Brenda. Um, what is that? What is a messaging expert and a sales funnel <laughs> strategist? I know because I've worked with you, but some of our listeners might not know. And I think they're going to find it really valuable to find out a little bit more about what you do and, and how you support your clients. Absolutely. So I help online business owners communicate the right messages at the right time to help them move their audiences towards action, whether that is downloading their lead magnets or enrolling in their high-end offers. So it's really all about meeting your people where they are and connecting with them, you know, knowing what to say at what point and um, really having, helping business owners get the confidence and the clarity that they know what to say um, to communicate with those people. Do you find that now with like, I mean, it's not like we haven't been in online businesses for a while. I mean, the the internet's been around for a while, but there's just been this surge, especially I think with people working from home and, you know, maybe not necessarily going out to as many networking events, or maybe people have moved out of those areas that being more attuned to like what you're putting out there and how your message is getting out there is like even more important. What would you say? Yes. And I also think as the because with, with COVID, so many people just came online all yeah. at once, right? So many business owners um, pivoted towards online offers. Mm. And the people who were already here have also gotten more and more sophisticated in terms of what they're looking for. So I think especially what I've seen is a shift away from just saying, you know, what you are and who you help mm-hmm. to really more emphasis on how do you help them? What's your unique mechanism? People wanting more, a closer look at, you know, which unique method you're going to help them out with. And and also, you know, how do you define what makes you unique, which is, you know, why I'm so happy to be here to talk to you today. <laughs> yeah. And I, yeah, I mean, I find that, well, just even by having people on the podcast and asking them to share what their uh, three uniques are, there's always that case of like, well, you know, I don't know what that is. And it's, it's like, okay, but you're running a business and like people are going to need to know to discern between whether or not they should buy your product or service or somebody else's. Um, 
And especially when your product is you, I think that's the key thing is that people are buying you and what you have to offer. Like they're not buying a dishwasher. Um, you know, they're not buying uh, at this point. Well, they could be, but I mean, I think when we're talking about people that have online businesses um, and their product is themselves, right. Which you tend to help more. Yes, absolutely. So I like, I, my favorite is working with personal brands Okay, because we are, you know, even though often it's B2B, um, mm -hmm you have that sense of a person talking to another person and you can really, especially in emails, which is kind of my favorite marketing channel, you can connect with that other person on what feels like a really intimate level because it's, you know, one person talking to another person in that much quieter space of your email inbox versus, you know, your social feed or, or, you know, any of those um, louder, more shouting over the crowd type channels. If you were to sort of, you know, cause like along the conversation around sales funnel, it can get really complicated. Like I'm just saying that like just nicely, but as like a business owner, I'm like, oh my gosh, it can get really complicated putting together these funnels. What are some like, like simple, simple things like rules of thumb that you would say to, you know, a new business owner that's sort of starting up and they're like, oh, sales funnel, what's that? How do I create that? I mean, obviously call Katie but <laughs> what would be sort of like the general rules of thumb, like do these two things and don't do this. Um, I would say always start with what is the ultimate goal you have for these people. So I work primarily with, with business owners who have one, you know, a signature offer or one place where they really want everyone to eventually end up. And knowing what the core promise of that ultimate offer is will help you know, you know, which breadcrumbs you should leave along the way to help people get there. So if I know I want people to enroll in, or, you know, if you, Brenda, if you want people to enroll in Aligned AF, mm -hmm. you don't want to have an entry point into your sales funnel that's something totally off base um, and unrelated to your ultimate offer. Okay. So really keeping things closely aligned. And then also just making sure that I see all the time people have sales funnels that are, leaky in the sense that they're directing people away from what the next step in the sales funnel should be. So just making sure that it's tight from the perspective of, you know, what next step you want people to take, and you're only asking them to take that next step. Um, you're right. not pointing them, you know, to somebody else's Instagram or to some other experts blog post, you're really keeping it tight and keeping things moving towards um, your ultimate goal for that funnel. I love it. Yeah. Really keep it simple that way. And then what's your sort of theory on like, when you talked about lead magnets, like there may be like something that you're bringing people into and then it's like taking them away. Like, do you need to have multiple lead magnets? Like what's your sort of thought on that? I'm not, now I'm quizzing you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that there's something to be said for having multiple lead magnets because different people are attracted to different things. Mm -hmm. I also think, you know, if you want to keep it simple, you can have one lead magnet packaged in different formats. So you might have a PDF, but you also offer that as like a five-day email course or a little mini video course, right? It's the same thing. It just packaged up in different ways. And what makes that easy is then you can have the same follow-up funnel on the back end because essentially what they're getting is, is the same. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would caution people against having too many, you know, you don't want your you don't want your funnel ecosystem to look like some crazy mind map that you can't keep track of because ultimately you do want people to be 
you know, you want to help your people undergo the deepest possible transformation, right? And so you don't want them getting stuck in these little whirlpools of confusion. You want them moving moving consistently kind of towards you and also towards um, their big picture goals. And so when's the best time to work with you? Like if you're starting up your business, you've got a concept right now. I mean, do you need to launch with the website? Do you need to hire a copywriter right away? Can you start just putting your offers out on Instagram or wherever you tend to hang out on social media? What would be the best place for people to, you know, think about bringing on someone like you into their business? I think that um, I would, so my answer is kind of two parts. One, I definitely think you should start following and learning from copywriters very early in your business because getting better at messaging and getting better at articulating what you do, who you help and why that matters is a really foundational skill for new business owners. Um, But when it comes to bringing a copywriter into your business or working with a messaging expert on sales funnels or on your sales page, that will really be the most impactful for you once you know who you, who you help, um, Mm -hmm. what your offer is. And once you have basically, yeah, your audience and your offer should be locked in before you hire a copywriter to work with you, because I can say from experience, it's very frustrating for a copywriter to try to hit a moving target, right? If at the beginning of our project, you say, I'm this person and I do this thing, but then Six weeks later, I deliver the copy and you're like, no, just kidding. Now I'm, this, now I'm this, and now I do this. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, that's, that's when, you know, it, it was too early. Okay. Okay. Good, good tips there. So let's talk about your three uniques. I'm curious how this plays into your world and yeah. What you discovered about yourself when you're going through this process. Yeah. Thank you, Brenda. So um, it's funny that one of the, I, so giving people the background information that I, that I had a little bit of a tough time with this um, because my first one that I'm coming up with is my superpower is saying things better. Okay. And this is because <laughs> I'm like, you're a messaging expert. So yes, obviously that would be a unique of yours. Yeah. Yeah. And this is something where I can really see this thread through my whole life mm-hmm. from, you know, when my teachers started sending me to the Young Writers Conference in in Alberta, and I didn't even see myself as a strong writer at that point, that was kind of one of the first clues to me that I might be above average at this at this skill. Hmm. Um, and it was just, you know, I was the person where my friends would ask me to look over their essays or their university applications. Um, I have worked as a proofreader, a translator, an academic editor. And it was only um, in about 2018 when I took B-School that I realized that there was this whole world of online business owners looking for something called a copywriter who would help them, you know, say things better in order to to make a bigger impact um, in their online businesses. And B-School meaning uh, Maria Forleo's program, is that it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Maria Forleo's program. So I had already... I was already self-employed and I was already working as I was writing copy, but I was mostly offering um, translation and like website editing to businesses in Austria where I was living at the time. Um, And it was through B-School that I just kind of 
encountered this whole ecosystem of, of business owners who only operated online. And that was what opened my eyes to the fact that I didn't have to only work with local clients, that I could reach um, all of these people online. Um, so first of all, I love the fact that when you were going through this process of, you know, coming onto the podcast, discovering what makes you unique and coming up with your first one there, which is again, repeat it for everyone. Saying things better. Saying things better is that that's just been sort of, uh, it's just been part of your natural kind of like evolution to where you are now as an entrepreneur and running your business and offering these services out to your clients. And that at these different intersections, these different points in your timeline, like you shared with us, it just got clearer and clearer and clearer. Like, I, I love that because a lot of times when I'm coaching clients and we're talking about what makes them unique, they're like, I don't know what makes me unique. And I'm like, well, hang on a second. There's going to be episodes in your timeline where this showed up. It was a strength. It was something that you were passionate about. It was something that you maybe pursued, but then pulled back on who knows. But I love that part of your story because it just shows this evolution of like all the way back to when high school, you said, when your teachers are sending you to. Yeah, earlier. Yeah. The first one was in elementary school. So this has really been a. a oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. And then I love the fact that it's like evolved, right? It's it's transformed into different things. It hasn't always been just like one unique and it's been one steady career or one sort of steady path. It's, you know, gone off into different directions and it'll probably go into more directions, right? You're only, you know, kind of like not even midlife yet. And so it's just like, there's going to be so much more that you can explore with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And I think it's interesting too that, um, kind of following that thread one of the obstacles I've run up against as an online business owner is almost that feeling of this is too easy for me so this can't be it oh yeah and I think it's really been in the last couple of years that I've been almost quieting my nervous system to the effect of like it's okay for this to be easy that's a sign that this is it yeah Exactly. Yeah. And when you're putting your offers out there to work with people and they're buying it and they're using it, I raised my hand because I have used your offers, is that um, that just reinforces to your brain that like, you know what, it's okay to stay in the swim lane. It's working for me. And I know it really well. And it comes naturally to me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think part of what, um, just if I speak to the sales funnel strategist part of my of my title, mm-hmm. right, is that saying things better doesn't just mean the words that you choose, but also the structure and the organization of your ideas. And I think that that is something, it's kind of an additional strength that I bring to this unique is having that big picture look at, okay, well, you know, if this is how, if you have a 30 day launch period, like this is when we want to drop this message. And this is when, this is when this will be most effective. And, you know, we work together on your website and same idea of, you want to say this, but not here, maybe over here. Mm-hmm. Um, so that big picture, that ability to take that big picture view and not only talk about which messages, but which, which messages will be most impactful at which points. Right. Love it. Hi, friends. It's Brenda here. I hope you're enjoying our podcast guest today on the Three Uniques podcast. I wanted to interrupt the interview for a couple seconds to let you know about Aligned AF. Aligned AF is my 12-month coaching experience for leaders and entrepreneurs up to big goals in their life, ready to step into their three uniques, and fully aligning their life to their purpose. Imagine yourself living an intentional, values-driven life that aligns all domains, professional, personal, health, 
wealth, and community impact. You're generating a six-figure and a multi-six-figure business within your first year. You're learning to love every failure and approaching new goals with possibility, energy, and love. You're unlocking your potential and overcoming your limiting beliefs in a short period of time. And you're shifting yourself from looking ahead to looking within to consider your choices, your values, and most of all, your purpose. You're identifying barriers, examining their origins, and recognizing and celebrating the range of unique skills and experiences you possess to propel you forward. You're building healthy relationships and routines, setting boundaries around the things, people, ideas that drain you without feeling guilty. If you're interested in learning more about Aligned AF, my 12-month coaching experience for leaders and entrepreneurs, check out 3uniques.com for more details on the Aligned AF coaching experience or other coaching experiences and working with me. Take care, everyone. And now back to our guest. Okay, your second unique. My second unique is reading between the lines. Mm-hmm. And so um, maybe not surprising that the writing and the reading um, superpowers or uniques are maybe like flip sides of a coin, but I studied literature. I have a master's in, in literature. And um, so obviously reading between the lines is, is part of that, being able to interpret and um, draw, you know, draw meaning from what you're reading. But I think I also apply this unique when I am speaking to my audience or when I am running a market research survey for one of my clients. And um, what I call immersive copy research is a big part of my process, which is when I'm having these direct conversations with people, listening to what they're saying, and then drawing insight from that. And so that ability to, to read between the lines and have that I guess it's essentially kind of emotional intelligence of, okay, this is what you're saying, but what might be beneath that, um, you know, really supports me in the work that I do. And I think it's just one of those, yeah, one, one of my uniques and that it's, it's unique about the way that I see and, and interpret and interact with the world. And did anyone sort of like mentor you or coach you to sort of draw that out of you? Or do you just feel like, again, kind of similar to your first one that just sort of like flowed and evolved into where you are today? Um, well, I like, so explicitly when I was doing my master's in Austria, I, my thesis was on reader response theory. And I just remember finding this Wolfgang Eser was the theorist. And, and I was like, this is it for me. Like I was, I was, I just felt like this is kind of something I had been thinking about, but I didn't realize that somebody had already studied it. And he talks about the way that what you're reading um, impacts your mental image of yourself. So that if the author is writing to you as if you're stupid, for example, you'll be like, F this guy and close the book because right. you don't agree with that with that mental construct of yourself. Whereas if an author writes to you in a really friendly way, you'll start to think of yourself as the author's friend. Mm. Um, and this was all in the context of literature. But around the same time, I was as I was doing my master's, I was getting dissatisfied with my job and wanting to to start my own business and you know studying copywriting. So I do think that as I took that learning from my 
literary studies right. and started learning more about copy, I saw how that could, you know, translate into copywriting and, and, you know, how we construct our, our ideal clients, like that ICA through yeah. what we see them on the page. I can see that being really important, especially like you mentioned about, you know, closing the book versus like wanting to read more of it. It's the same thing when you go onto someone's website or onto their Instagram or reading, um, you know, their email marketing. It's like, oh, do I want to continue reading this? Is this person like calling out things like in a gentle way that makes me want to like nudge and do something different and think, you know, think beyond maybe what I'm doing now. So then work with them to discover more about myself or are they pissing me off? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, and then shutting, you know, shutting the website or, or, um, you know, not following them anymore on Instagram. So that's kind of a, um, and I think that's a subtlety for sure in copywriting. Mm. Um, and I don't know, I think we talk a lot about, you know, your ideal client and, and knowledge of your ICA and all of that, but I really think it also is about, you know, to a certain extent, this is just who you are as a person and kind of being comfortable in that knowledge that you can choose your audience all you want, but your energy, I think, you know, you can't shoot well I mean maybe you can raise or or you know you can raise your frequency you could be in a good mood or a bad mood but right. who you really are will always come across and you'll always attract people based on that energy and who you are so yeah. um to yeah. one yeah you well can no I was just gonna say because some of my clients will say well you know I'm like I'm more of an introvert like I don't necessarily want to you know show up dancing on an Instagram reel and I'm like I don't think you need to I think you can be exactly who you are and still put out the value that you offer the world. And there's 8 billion people. That's like my core message behind 3 Uniques is like, there's 8 billion people on this planet. Somebody needs what you've got. So there are other people out there. They'll be like, great. I don't need a coach or a service provider to be dancing around on a reel. Like uh, other people may want that. And that's totally cool based off of the energy that you are exuding and they're receiving from you. So I think that's totally fine. But that also comes across in your copy too. You can like some people swear, some people don't, right? And the swearing may turn off 10,000 people, but that's okay. 20,000 other people might be like, cool with it. Yeah, absolutely. I remember when I was starting out, I went on this other copywriter's website and she had all of these like sparkle and unicorn emojis. And it was very- I've seen, kind of like, I've, yeah, I think I've seen that website. <laughs> very like my little pony style copy. And I was just like, no, no, no. But you know, she's, she's, from all appearances killing it and obviously that there's a large enough audience that that wants that vibe and right that's cool I wish her all the best that's very much not me and and I think having that abundance mindset about your audience hmm. uh, is is really key to success in the online business world yeah absolutely and I love the fact that like I don't have to be everything to everybody right and my clients can be discerning I can also be discerning so that can be a, a cool thing okay your third unique I want to hear about that one um, funny the direction that that last conversation went because my, my third unique is um, coloring outside the lines. Oh, okay, so no, <laughs> so, <laughs> but no, my little ponies. No, no, my little ponies. But okay. um, this actually also goes back to I can trace this one way back because I remember my mom would always say that she'd buy me a coloring book and I would never 
it wasn't that I was like scribbling everywhere, but I would find blank places in the coloring book and draw my own pictures there. Like I wasn't interested in doing whatever in just making that picture pretty. I wanted to draw my own pictures. Love that. So I think that this one comes through in, I mean, kind of the life that I've lived up to this point, like living in, living in Europe for 12 years. And then last year, moving back to North America, even though so many people online are talking about moving to Europe and I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> been there done it (laughs) yeah um and you know I I have never had like a corporate job a lot of people who come to online business are leaving that soul-sucking nine-to-five whereas I've always followed um what I wanted to do I know that there's a lot of privilege behind that too but um I've always really been committed to the knowledge that I get to choose what my life looks like and um, really determined to have a life that that is what what I want it to be. And so um, I think I bring that energy to my own life. And then also within my within my program, so with my work with clients, I'm very much not about like, here's the blueprint. This is what we're doing. You know, suck it up and follow my lead. Right. Um, there are so many different strategies that we can use to get, get you towards your goals. And so I'm all about one, helping people pick a strategy that is right for, you know, their energy, their bandwidth, their brand, like what, what kind of team they're working with. Right. And then also once we've made that selection, helping them get the biggest possible ROI from the work that they're already doing. And that's where that conversion optimization piece comes in. So like we can do it however you want to do it. We don't have to follow a specific roadmap or blueprint. Hmm. Um, but then my job is to help you kind of going back to that same things better point, help you get the biggest possible impact from whichever strategy you do choose. I love that. And as a side note, having worked with you when we did like an audit of my web copy, uh, just for listeners, Kay's very patient. She's very like, you know, generous with her feedback and uh, gives lots of great tips, lots of great options, like you mentioned, as far as how to work through things. Uh, Whereas I found sometimes working with copywriters or in the web space, it's like, no, these are the principles we have to stick within the principles. And I'm more about like, who's, who says, right. You know, in the, in the sense, because again, it's all going back to what makes you unique. And I want people to be able to discover those things. I want to be able to discover those things in my business. And I don't want my business to always just look the same. Um, Cause then I think you do, you don't necessarily stand out, right. You don't necessarily showcase those uniques as much because you're just vanilla, right. Everyone's got, you know, whatever the, the sage green, you know, website graphic colors, which is fine. I love it. I love them all, but sometimes I don't mind the pink unicorns. Right. And I want to, I want to see that variety. And so I love the fact that you allow your clients to go there, but you're also teaching them some core things about, Hey, if you want to get this result, that's that conversion piece. I think that you're really good at too, is that you need to kind of do these couple of principles and I'll get you maybe a better result. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, I was just thinking about a post like, if you're going to lazy launch, please at least do these few things. <laughs> because um, that's a good yeah, there's, like, I want I want you to feel good about doing it. But I also, yeah. you know, so much about you too, as a, as a coach, you want people to get results, not just follow the impulse of the moment or, or what feels good. Yeah, exactly. So what's upcoming? How can people work with you? 
Yeah. So um, people can always work with me inside my messaging focus mastermind, which is called your signature promise. It is a six month program where we look at all of the marketing assets that you use to sell a signature program, everything from your sales page, your launch emails and strategy. Um, and then we also will get at least one new evergreen funnel up and running and um, look for what I call golden opportunities, which are just you know, places within your business that I noticed through our work together, you could be making more profit or more impact with your audience. Love it. Yeah. What were you going to say? <laughs> oh, no. So, so um, if you're interested in learning more about that, you can find it at com slash YSP. And if you're curious about whether I could help you, you know, enhance your signature program, you can take my quiz. Um, are you harnessing the full potential of your signature program? Oh, awesome. I might take that. That's cool. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I will. Um, I did have one more question though, about your three uniques. I want to go back to that for a second. I know we're skipping around. It's totally cool though. Uh, and listener just hang on there. Uh, you, when you were doing your three uniques and, and prepping for the podcast, we talked a little bit about what they were ahead of time. What was sort of the discovery, like the aha click for you when you were doing that exercise? What I noticed was this difficulty in finding, so um, I think because I had listened to your podcast in the past, Brenda, and and worked through, done your, your quiz and looked at the workbook, I felt like I had to put a label on myself and be like, I am a this. Right. And I almost think that that ties into the third one about coloring outside the lines is this mm -hmm. finding it hard to to put that label on myself or to say like, this is me. And so we had a little back and forth talking about, you know, you gave me some tips on finding them. Mm -hmm. And I think when I looked at it as um, actions or themes, even mm -hmm. um, that I, that, like I've mentioned to you, they just, they really just popped out and I jotted them down and, and then um, the details around each one became really clear. Yeah, I love that. And I just to reinforce some of the things like the themes or actions, um, but also like just the episodes in your life where people count on you, right? And they, mm -hmm. they, you know, these things have just sort of popped up, popped up. It's like, oh yeah, there's Katie doing what she does. And it's like, what is that, right? That people count on you for, because that's bringing value to the world and you should seize that opportunity and, and look at how you can, you know, again, think about like where I want to align things in my life or, you know, do more things, but also feel you know, have that simplicity that I'm not necessarily drowning in work in my to-do list. It's like, oh yeah, what do I do best? And where can I add the most amount of value? And what do people really appreciate when I do add that value into their life and into their world? So that's the whole idea behind the three uniques. I'm glad that you were able to discover those things. And you already yeah. knew them because you gave some great examples of where they show up every day. Yeah. But always grateful for an opportunity to see, to see those threads come through and, um, you know, to talk about, to talk about how, how important it is to look at what makes us unique and really immerse ourselves in that so that we don't end up comparing ourselves to others and feeling, feeling like we're less than. Yeah, absolutely. So Katie, on a last uh, question for you, if I was to give you a billboard and you could put it anywhere in the world, what would you put on it and where would you put it? Um, what what I what I would put on it just popped into my head and it feels almost a bit a bit business coachy for me, but the 
thing I would put on it is you are enough. Mm -hmm. Um, and where I would put it, well, my happy place is the beach in Croatia, but I don't know if people at the beach in Croatia need that message. (laughs) Or a big billboard right in front of the, but Um, we get it. Okay. yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I guess I would put it along the highway driving into downtown so that everybody going to a job that they maybe aren't, aren't loving or considering making a move into the, you know, having their own business or starting a side hustle, um, knows that there's nothing else that they need out there before, before they make the leap. Awesome. Katie, thanks for so much for being on today and sharing your three uniques with us. Thanks so much for having me, Brenda. And everyone listening, I always say this, there's 8 billion people on this planet. Get out there and share what makes you unique. Take care, everyone. Hi, friends. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's guest on the Three Uniques podcast. Uh, As always, we really appreciate your time and your commitment to listening to our guests every week. And we'd love for you to be able to share this podcast with others and encourage other people to get out there and share their three uniques. So please take a few moments to like, share this podcast, leave a review and let us know what you think. And also let us know who you'd like to hear more from, uh, what type of guests you want us to bring on for future podcast interviews. Thanks so much. Remember, get out there and share your three uniques. There's seven and a half billion people on this planet and somebody needs what you've got. Take care, friends.